This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is finding the thankful yes because it's around thanksgiving time now so happy thanksgiving to all you listeners who celebrate it yeah gobble gobble yeah eh, it's a controversial holiday right it is but i do like mashed potatoes so i choose to focus on that aspect of the day instead of the uh slaughtering of natives right. and the slaughtering of pox, turkey blankets. and the spa yeah anyways uh we're i just like <laughs> happy holidays everyone i just like to focus on the fact that that it's a good time to show gratitude which is what we're focusing on on today's episode also in the lineup we're talking about what's new in dating news why lots of relationships don't make it past the november hump and the best and worst cities for single ladies then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions including one listener who wants advice on how to flirt at a wedding and another who wants to know why she doesn't feel bad after crushing hearts but first angela just you and i this week hello my friend hello it's been a second how you doing good what's going on in your week girl well so you know whenever people uh when i meet people for the first time they find out that i host a podcast about dating i get pitched stories a lot for like oh well, i have the worst dating story like you have to talk about this in your podcast and usually they're, they're okay stories they're <laughs> you know they're not the best or I've, they've just heard them before. But my hairdresser, Savannah, at Brooklyn Hair & Co., hey, Savannah, uh, told me a crazy, awful story that happened to her, and I had to share it. Don't you remember that I had a hairdresser, and I shared my hairdresser story a little while back? They always have the best stories. They always... And the worst dating lives. Why, girls? Have the best stories. Because they they, they need some something to talk about with their their customers like they're half hairdresser half therapist we all know this i actually did recently uh, i cheated on savannah i went to a different lady and she was like talking about being a hairdresser and she was like you know there's a lot of drugs in this industry a lot of partying and i was like i didn't realize it was so rock and roll giving blowouts blowouts uh, and blow yeah doing do blow and giving blowouts. that's going to be the documentary that i make about the hairdresser <laughs> lifestyle uh, and blow. What was her story? Okay, so when Savannah was living in LA, she told me that uh, she was modeling and a uh, a guy wanted to like help her with her career. I think he was a photographer. Uh, so he like asked Shady. her. I know he asked her on like a business thing, and then it wound up. Was his name Terry Richardson? <laughs> it was very well. This was like even sloppier than Terry Richardson. So it wound up being like a date, I guess. Um, she went out with him. He was like being all showing off. Like he ordered two bottles of champagne. And she was like, all right, this is like extra, but I'll drink the champagne. Um, and then when the check came, he was like, oh, no, I forgot my wallet. Are you kidding me? Which I can't believe how often this seems to happen to people. Uh, at, I mean, when you meet someone before they order something, you have to be like, let me see your fucking wallet. Yeah, apparently. Um, so he forgot his wallet. So she had to pay for this like cute. It was also like a ton of food. Like it was like thousand dollars. It was Jesus crazy amount of money. Right. Uh, so he also had like drunk most of the champagne himself. So he was wasted um, and he was too drunk to drive home and he lived 40 minutes away. So she was like a really nice person because not only did she pay the bill, she was like, I can't let this guy like 
go home alone. Like she, I mean, you know, she did the right thing, but he was already being a bastard and she was being way too kind. So she like stayed with him while he was being belligerent. Um, he told her he didn't have Uber on his phone, which I feel like was a lie. What? So she put the Uber on her uh, account. No. Yes. Um, and then uh, he was like, I really don't feel well. I really don't feel well. So she decided to get in the Uber with him to make sure he got home okay. No. He proceeded to projectile vomit all over her and all over the cab so the cab driver was freaking out and then probably wanted to charge her yeah so she took all the money in her wallet and gave it to the uber driver and the uber driver would not take them to their final destination he made them get out on the side of the road i mean i don't blame him so she this poor girl was covered in puke and penniless because she had just given her money to the uber oh, driver no. um so they finally got uh, another uber to f- drive them to where they were going. Um, then she had to get another Uber to go back to her place, which was like over an hour away. And she was paying for all this. She, the next day, she got a $200 cleaning fee from the Uber that he pe- puked in. What? I hope she got some at least free photographs from this bullshit. Um, no, I'm pretty sure she had nothing to do with him after that, which <laughs> is what I would recommend. She said she called him the next day to try and get money and he just ghosted her. What a little shithead. Yeah. So if you think you have a terrible dating story, did you get puked on is my question. Because if not, Savannah wins. And if you didn't get puked on, it's a good time to be thankful that even in the worst situations, it hopefully was not as bad as that. Exactly. Uh, You want to know what I've been up to? Yeah. What are you up to? All right. So I'm trying to get in shape post baby. So I signed up. I go to like a super cheap cheap gym and i was like you know what i only pay 20 dollars a month i'm gonna like splurge a little and get a personal trainer at my gym to like help me and i don't want to like you know your abs get a little messed up after you have a baby so i want someone that like knows what they're doing to help work with like postpartum uh getting in shape so anyway so i'm working out with this personal trainer it's going good and and after and there we're doing a session and he goes oh my god there's that guy again what the fuck and i was like what and he was like, did you see that guy? I was like, no. He was like, the guy just like, he went into the men's bathroom for like, th- you know, three, five minutes. And then, or maybe it wasn't three. It was like less than 10 minutes. And then, and then came out. And I was like, that's weird. He's like, yeah. And he left. He's like, he didn't even work out. I was like, that's weird. Next week, same thing happens. Next week, same thing happens again. So we start talking and I'm like, what do you think he's doing? He's like, I think he might be stealing and i was like oh well that's shady you need to follow him in and he's like yeah i'm gonna do it this week so next week i was like did you follow him in he's like he's like yeah he wasn't stealing like like you know or maybe he wasn't you know nobody has reported getting anything stolen he's not stealing so then we start brainstorming like what this guy is doing i'm like what if he's coming into shower maybe his shower is broken he's like no he's not showering like we've been like checking so what do you think he was why do you think he was coming into the gym going into the men's bathroom for a hot minute and then leaving. Was he hooking up with other men? I know that's a thing in the steam room. No. Nope. Lots of gyms in Manhattan. No. Really? It's like a hot, hot even, hookup spot. I didn't even think about that. But no, he's, no, he wasn't doing that. Okay. What else do you think he was going in there? Um. So, but was it confirmed if he was a member or not? Like this yes. guy knew he was not a member. He was a member. Oh, he was a member. Yeah, he was a member of the gym, which is oh, fine. Okay. You can do whatever you want in the gym when you're a member. But this guy wasn't working out. He was just going to the men's bathroom, staying for like five, 10 minutes and then leaving. Well, I know that when Ian belonged to Equinox, 
we never bought garbage bags because we stole their garbage bags and their Kiehl's products. Was he stealing their toiletries? Retro Fitness does not have toiletries. Oh, okay. Then I'm, I'm stumped. What was he doing? So he was going into a stall and I was like, was he jacking off? And he was like, no, he was taking a shit. So he kept coming <laughs> in every day at the same time. Oh, how nice that he's so regular. To take a shit. So then we start trying to figure out why is he coming in to the gym why is he coming to retro fitness like not working out and just going into the bathroom to take a shit so first i said maybe he lives far away but he works around here so by the time like he goes on like his long commute and he's about to go to his job he like has to poop and so (laughs) he he has to like take a poop and he's like nope we looked up his address and his address is like right in the area it's like okay wow they really dug deep we were this was some investigation so then do you have any other ideas of why this guy was coming in to take a poop? <laughs> I want to know if your brain thinks the way I think. I mean, maybe he just couldn't hold it. I don't know. But why? But I, I, so then I thought maybe he's an Uber driver. Maybe he really likes the bathrooms. Maybe he has roommates That's at what home. I, that's what I said. I said maybe he has roommates and like the bathroom's always full. Yeah. Because, uh, and, and they were like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I was like, what if he's uh, like, uh, so then I said maybe he's an Uber driver and he... Uh, you know, I, doesn't I do, have a toilet, and he. I needs do to, like, always think about those guys. Like, where where do they go? Where do they go? So I thought maybe he has like a gym membership, and like you know, drives to take a poop. And he was like, no, he always has his bike, and like ties his bike outside, and he lives really close. So then I thought about the roommate thing, and there that's a possibility. And then I had an idea, which brings me back to why I'm talking about this on a dating podcast. Yeah, please, please do share. My theory of the gym pooper is that he has a girlfriend that he lives with. Oh my God. And he doesn't want to poop in front of her or doesn't want to poop in the same apartment as her. If that's the case, they need to go to couples therapy and talk about their poopy issues because that's crazy. I think he just moved in with his girlfriend and like isn't used to pooping with somebody so close by and he doesn't want to poop. So he's like, um, I'll be right back to go get coffee. And he like goes to the gym, takes his same time every day, (laughs) every day, takes his morning poop and then goes back to the apartment, maybe with some like coffee for his girlfriend. What do you think? Do you think that's the reason that the gym pooper is coming into my gym every day, going in, pooping and leaving? I mean, I feel sad for him if that's true, but I do also sort of respect his poop hustle, (laughs) you know, every day, same time. And like, I was like, how did you ask my trainer? I was like, how do you even notice this guy? He's like, Laura, He's like, you notice someone comes in the gym and then like leaves right away. It's like, really? You pay attention to people in the gym? I was like, that makes me self-conscious. Like, just so you know, sometimes I come to the gym for 10 minutes and I'll just really quickly run a mile on the treadmill and then I'll leave. And, you know, and I don't do like a whole hour workout. So like, if you ever see me come in for 10 minutes, just know I'm not also like a gym pooper. I mean, it's fine to poop at the gym. I've done that. But like, (laughs) I'm not like, I don't use the gym as my as my toilet i will say though if you have like a small bladder or any other issue going on down there it does it is a great idea to like become a member of a gym that has multiple locations throughout the city right because like then it's like uh amy sedaris says on broad city where isn't the bathroom yes it's everywhere it's everywhere (laughs) because you know you can't really rely on starbucks sometimes you go into one and there's like a line out the door exactly this is like a more private situation i would imagine yeah you know there's always going to be a stall you feel welcome you don't have to be shady like pretending you ate at the restaurant or like pretending to get a beer at the bar although apparently you do have to pretend that you worked out just a little bit because people are watching people are watching they're going to notice they're going to think you're either like a gym you know a theft 
or um but yeah this is the gym poop pooper we don't know why he comes every day to use the toilet to poop in the gym but i think i think it's like a girlfriend sitch well you've done some amazing journalistic investigating i look forward to your netflix documentary about the gym pooper on that note it is time to take a quick sponsor break before we jump into what's in the news we would like to thank our sponsor care of care of is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door i love it because it's just so easy you know, yes, it's great when I travel. I just throw the packs in my suitcase, but it's also great when I'm at home because I don't have a bunch of like pill bottles I have to open. Right. And what I really like about Care Of is if you've never taken vitamins before, you might think like, I don't even know where to start. Like, I'm so confused, but they make it really easy because they have their quiz. Yes. So you just go on their website and then they have this fun online quiz. It asks you about your diet and your health goals and your lifestyle choices. And then it only takes five minutes and you find out what vitamins and supplements you specifically need. They're totally catered for you. And your vitamins get delivered right to your door in personalized, easy-to-remember daily packs, perfect for busy, on-the-go lifestyle. Like Laura said, she just throws them into her suitcase. It's amazing. And if you're a vegan or vegetarian, you know it's important to have your, your supplements. They have supplement options for you that are available to match your dietary needs. For 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit TakeCareOf.com and then enter our promo code, This Is Why. That's visit TakeCareOf.com and then use our promo code, This Is Why, for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. What have you been reading in the news? Uh, okay, so it, on theme for our episode, I was reading a little bit about Thanksgiving on Cosmo. Hannah Smothers wrote about why everyone feels like breaking up around Thanksgiving. Is this something that you've noticed ever? Well, there's cuffing season, and I always thought cuffing season started around Halloween because you want to do couples costumes. So right. I thought that you don't break up until like way after Valentine's Day. So here's the thing. Apparently, this is a um, sensation that affects more like college age people. So... Um, this is this is how it goes. It's called the turkey drop. The turkey drop is the holiday breakup when typically freshman college students who've been in long-distance relationships return home for the first time and end things with their high school sweethearts. So if you think about it, Thanksgiving is usually the first time that, that you're back home when, after you've left for college. So it's your first time like seeing your old friends again, seeing your family. You feel like you've kind of like grown up a little bit in those whatever three months totally that you've been away and you're like you know what i see what's out there and i don't know if i want to stay with my high school guy oh that i get up with him yeah because before you're like what if there's nobody better and then you go to college you're like oh there's There's like so many people there's like ten thousand hot dudes at my school that are interested in the same subjects i'm interested in and that are more worldly than my poor little hometown hottie so i'm gonna drop the hottie and um date around in college right that makes sense it's called the turkey drop it's called the turkey drop not to worry any people that are like in high school sweetheart relationships but it could be coming for you uh they've done so you should on this uh but you know it also you're not supposed to like if it's if it's coming for you it means it wasn't meant to be true you're both gonna have the opportunity to grow now oh that's Um, beautiful and it's also they said not just college freshmen they said well it typically is associated with college college freshmen Simple statistics about when couples tend to break up suggest that it's not just for students. In 2010, a data journalist poured over more than 100,000 Facebook profiles only to find that the biggest spikes and splits happened right after Valentine's Day, like you said, and then just before spring break. But another significant spike showed up shortly before the Christmas holidays. That's fascinating. 
isn't it? Yeah, because, you know, I've always heard of cuffing season. and But, you know, not everyone's in cuffing season, especially if you're a new college student and you, you want to see what's out there. I guess I, I do appreciate them doing the turkey drop because that means they're breaking up in person. Exactly. Yeah. That is a classy move. Classy move. You could have done it way back in August or September over via text. So if you are a college student listening to this podcast right now and you're like on the fence, you're like going home, you're like, nah, I don't know, should I do it? If Maybe you should. Probably the best time. If you want to be peer pressured, everybody else is doing it. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, turkey drop. What what have you been reading about? So I've been reading this study done by our friends over at Wallet Hub. They wanted to determine where singles have the highest chance of finding love. So Wallet Hub compared more than 180 cities across 34 key indicators of dating friendliness. I think we've read similar studies that they've done. Um, this is their newest one for for singles. So the data ranges from share of single population to the number of online dating opportunities to nightlife options per capita. Where do you think the best city is for? Or singles, if you had to guess, man, I feel like we've read similar studies before, and I don't remember. Okay, great. Well, that's good. <laughs> Hopefully, or, um, and and also it changed. It might have changed. So supposedly, this surprised me. The best city for singles is Atlanta, Georgia, of all oh. places. Um, the next two didn't surprise me as much. The next one was Denver, Colorado, which I totally that that's like a young, fun vibe, not crazy expensive i mean right. still, everyone's just getting stoned it's pretty expensive but, but not i mean in, in comparison to like new york city which is hella expensive um, and this is based what were like the the things that they based this on to determine that it was the best place to be so they single? said share like how many single people uh and like how many online dating opportunities and like and then nightlife options and like oh, thing, okay. things to do in the area and then third this was kind of this was this actually I'm just objectively going to disagree with, even though, you know, they did all the research. They said San Francisco, but San Francisco is number one, crazy expensive. Number two, I've heard that it's just like mostly like tech dudes that are like players and they don't really want to get serious. And there's like more men to women, which I guess is good for women. But I've heard San Francisco is like kind of a hard place to date. Although my friend Julia did meet her husband there. Hmm. I've just heard in general. Fourth was Portland, Oregon, which that I'm feeling Denver vibes from, like super chill kind of, you know, Brooklyn-y vibe that, uh-huh. I, that I'm into, like There's, fun yeah, things to do. A lot of young people, I guess. Young people, fun things to do, good culture. And then number five was Los Angeles, which, you know, when I was in Los Angeles, I didn't have a lot of luck, but I was also like 21. So I don't know. I just thought it was, it's like a one, one note, you know, industry. Did New York really not break into the top 10 here? No, New York didn't what? break up. Because, I mean, it's hard. It is hard, but we do have a lot of singles and we have a lot of nightlife. Yeah, I know. That's true. Maybe because it's expensive, it like brought brought it down. But then that would have been the case for San Francisco. So I don't know. But I'll, I'll give you quickly the other best cities that they said. So five was Los Angeles, six Seattle, seven Chicago, which I totally agree with Chicago, eight San Diego. I also agree with that. Um, nine Minneapolis. Don't know a lot about Minneapolis, but sure. And 10 was... Uh, uh, the other Portland. <laughs> Portland. What does ME stand for? Mm. Mm. Oh my God. <laughs> I know Portland, Oregon, but what's the other? Michigan. No. I don't. Wow, guys. Wow, we're And special. you know what? You know how. Um, Maine. Maine. We're not even going to edit that part out. That's how confident we are in our intelligence. You know, sometimes intelligent women make mistakes. You know, I haven't. T- when 
when's the last time you took that abbreviations test when you were in what fifth grade they yeah. made they made you do all of the postal abbreviations for every state i forgot guys true yeah i don't me is maine so i don't know anyone in maine okay i don't know anyone in portland maine i know someone in portland oregon all right the worst cities for singles so you know if you move if you live in one of these places get the f out uh Laredo, texas yonkers new york that's so random lewiston maine emmy glendale <laughs> california which let me tell you because i'm from california why they're probably saying glendale it's like a lot of families uh, a little bit of an older crowd and it's not a good city for singles but but guys super easy to move from, from glendale <laughs> to los angeles which is top five so Glen- i have a feeling that's the case with a lot of these places i agree so if you're in glendale california you're number 176 but if you're in los angeles you're number five so you literally just have to move 30 minutes away not hard uh then you got warwick rhode island south burlington vermont you know uh, whatever it's then uh, it, keeps, and, it keeps going and the the worst the absolute worst the absolute worst was uh well, I'm sure they didn't list the absolute worst because the only one they it go they chose up to 182, oh, okay. but the 182 worst was Brownsville, Texas. So, Good to know. Yeah, a couple Texas of the ones made the worst list. So Texas seems like a hard place to date, supposedly. Yeah, for such a big state. So that's what I've been reading. Um, I'll give you a couple more uh, stats on this. Yeah. So Garden Grove, California has the lowest average restaurant meal costs at twelve seventy eight, which is 9.4 times lower than Dover, Delaware, the city with the highest, which was 120. Um, Detroit has the highest share of single people, 73%. Uh, so that's, you know, that's good. Indianapolis has the lowest average pi- price for a bottle of wine. Uh, Port St. Lucia, Florida has the lowest average price for a movie ticket. So, you know, they really kept in mind, like, not just if there's a lot of single people, but like how easy it is to like go on dates because it's reasonably priced. Right. So were they factoring in like how old the single people are? Because I don't I don't know about Port St. Lucie in Florida, but like there's like a lot of single like old retirement community people going to like early bird movie dates (laughs) that are like cheaper because they're at 10 a.m. You know, it just said where the singles have the highest chance of finding love. They didn't specify that it's young singles. So I think mm. it could include all all those old biddies as well. Mm. More power to all. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh, which I appreciate because everyone deserves a second chance at love. I agree. Or first chance at love. Any chance at love. All right. It is time for us to jump into our mailbox. But first, let's take a quick sponsor break. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Talkspace. Today's show is sponsored by them. They are an online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. And Angela and I are big fans of talk therapy, aren't we? We are. We're big fans of mental health, you know? Yeah. Everybody could use a little, a little therapy. It's always just good to talk out your shit. Yeah, but I totally get that sometimes it's hard with your schedule or a lot of therapists are totally booked up. So that's what I love about Talkspace is it makes it easy for people that are dealing with that situation. You can just text them. You get something off your chest whenever you need to. You talk about everyday challenges at work or at home. Just chat about your life. You know, you just want to vent. There are, there are no extra commutes, no leaving the office and no judgments. 
And remember that therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's also about practical everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Yes. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. To match with the perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash single and then use code single to get $45 off your first month and show your support for the show by using our code. That's Talkspace.com slash single. That's single and then Talkspace.com slash single. We would like to thank our sponsor, Squarespace. Make it yourself. Easily create a website all by yourself, which is what we did when we were just a small little sketch show before we had a book, before we had you know, news articles about us, before we had a podcast. So many people use Squarespace, whether you're a graphic designer, creative consultant, wedding professional, whether you own a restaurant, a bar, a real estate broker, whatever you do or are, you can use Squarespace to create your gorgeous website. Yeah, and you know, they say you should put your best face forward, but that's actually less important than putting your best website forward because we're going to judge that first. When When we look at guests, we look at their website. If their website like looks like it's from like 1994, we're like, this person's just not a professional person that takes their career seriously. Yeah. So if you want to be a professional person that takes your career seriously, Squarespace is great. Squarespace uh, will help you out with your website by giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers. And they also have a powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online. Yes. You know, think it, dream it, make it with Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com slash single for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code single and you're going to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash single for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use single to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. All right, Angela, what have you been reading in our mailbox? What's in our mailbox? Okay, so this week is all about being thankful. So we're going to read people that wrote in and said thank you to us, which was really nice. Oh, yes. Yes, that is so nice. Let's first give ourselves a little pat on the back before we get into some of our listener questions. Yeah. All right, why don't you read the first thankful note that we got that made us feel good? Okay, so this first one is from a listener named Yume. They write, I wanted to say a big thank you. Ever since moving to Northern Carolina, I'm sorry, California in January, my driving anxiety has increased to the point where I avoid driving. I don't feel you. you. I feel you because driving in California is the worst. It's one of the reasons that I'm, you know, hesitating ever moving back there because I've considered it and I just hate driving and I hate traffic. So I feel you. Yeah, I don't drive anywhere. So, yeah, Uh, he said or is it he? She. She, she, sorry, sorry, you. She says, I found that listening to your podcast instead of radio has helped me so much. I've been an avid listener ever since. I started from the first episode. You guys cover topics that keep me engaged and relaxed. Thank you both. Can't wait for the next episode. Oh, that's so nice. That is really nice. And if I could cure anybody's driving anxiety, uh, I'm very happy, even though I can't cure my own. <laughs> We got to find you a podcast. All right. I'll read the next one. This is from Deanne. Deanne says, I recently came across your podcast after seeing it in Cosmo, which we were in Cosmo's July issue. Oh, sorry. I need to do our Cosmo sound cue. Yeah, we were in the July issue, but I'm sure lots of nail salons still just have it out, you know, 
faded from the sun. Yes. Uh, I had recently gone through a breakup and your podcast episodes delivered laughs during my sad times. After, after listening to one episode, I am now going through all of them. I listened to them during my hour-long commute to work. I think you two are both absolutely wonderful and I love your older sister advice. So nice. Yeah. Seems like a lot of people listen while they commute. Yeah. Um, do you want to read a couple more? Why not? What else we got? We got an uh, email from M. M writes... I've been listening to your podcast for about a year now after stumbling across it. I'm currently a little over two years into my first ever relationship. I'm 28 and a late bloomer. I feel like your podcast has helped me reflect on my relationships, not just romantically, but with friends too. I love that. Um, She says, I'd like to thank you too for allowing a space for people to share their stories. This space helps me and I'm sure other listeners too. I feel like they are not alone in certain situations from wild messages received on dating apps to sticky situations in our relationships with our significant others and or friendships. I would not be as mature as I am today, have had the courage to have difficult conversations with my boyfriend as I could today or have the confidence in myself as I do today if it were not for you two whoa, girl, give yourself some credit too because that is all a big accomplishment. Right? Isn't that amazing? So that was just so nice to hear. And um, I don't know. I love when people feel thankful for us because I feel so thankful for you. Yeah. I feel thankful for our listeners every day. All right, I'm going to read one more. This is from L, and not me, not from this L. Uh, I love your show and eagerly eagerly listen every week i binged it when i discovered it and it's really changed the way i value my own self-worth my perspective on dating and relationships and often my worldview in general holy come cow. on <laughs> and to think we talk we do talk so much about our love of vibrators that i would, know that's i'm sure that's what she means right i think so yeah well thank you guys because honestly your stories uh make us feel better about like our dating lives and and lives in general too yeah so thank it's you yeah and uh, yeah, you're hearing your stories and having you write in about, you know, telling us what things are going well makes us feel good about ourselves, that we're helping or just being a friend to, to listen to. And we're just so thankful for our listeners. It's honestly the only reason that we've been doing the podcast this long. It's and true. It, this is episode 173, which is crazy considering we planned on just doing 30 episodes a couple years ago. You and keep us going. You keep us going. All right. On that note, thank you for your thank yous. We are thankful for all you listeners. What do we have in the mailbox? All right. Uh, This is from an anonymous listener. They write, hey, guys, I know you've talked about weddings and such, but I was wondering if you could give some tips on how to flirt and behave with a wedding date. One of my best friends is getting married in a couple of weeks, and my plus one is a guy I actually like. So it would be nice to have some external perspective on what would be a good way to go about it. We are not dating, but I do like him, and I get the impression that he likes me too. So maybe this is a good opportunity to find out for good? Question mark. Absolutely. I'm so happy that you're doing this. And the thing that's so great about this is that, you know, you're at a wedding. There's going to be slow songs. You're going to dance to the slow songs. It's going to go great. You're going to be drinking wine. You'll be loose. You'll be having fun. The love's already in the air. Uh, You know, I would say like pose together in the photo booth if there is one. Uh, You know, you could do like a little like, you know, kiss on his cheek when you're slow dancing towards the end of the night, do a little kiss, right? I don't know. What else would you do? Well, first off, I would say that like the context of him being your, he's your date. I mean, you call him your plus one, but he's your date to this wedding. So it's already kind of like a romantic context. A hundred percent. Even if like you tried to play it cool when you invited him, like, oh, it'd be fun, open bar, just pals. Uh, Like he gets it. He wouldn't have said yes 
if he wasn't like, I think a little, he likes you as a human. So you're off to a good start, you know? And I think he's probably a little interested. So that should give you a little confidence. He's definitely interested. You don't go with someone to a wedding if you have like, if you see them purely as a platonic friend, I think. Unless, yeah. Unless you're like truly BFFs, like long-term BFFs, BFFs where you're like, hey bro, will you just ugh, go to this wedding with me? Because like, meh, you know? Right. But that's and, not like this. This is like, hey, do you want to be, do you want to go to a wedding with me? Right. And even then, even if you were like long-term BFFs, uh, if he had like any inkling that you liked him, he he just, he wouldn't say yes because everybody knows that going as somebody's date is going to give them that idea. I that, agree. That you're into them. So I don't know, that should give you confidence. And I agree with everything Laura said. Do the photo booth, do the dancing. Get a little tipsy. Get a little tipsy. Maybe like a little physical touch. Yeah. Touch his arm. Consensual. Consensual, sure. Be like, may I touch your arm? Yeah. Um, yeah. Have a good time. Uh, what else do we got in the mailbox? Okay. This is from A, not me, a different A. A says, I lose feelings for every person uh, once I had strong feelings for. I'm I once sorry. had, yeah. Oh, uh, I lose feelings for every person I once had strong feelings for. Even when I was so sure I was in love, I walk away from these relationships with no regret or guilt. Savage. Uh, I took a few years off from getting into relationships thinking I was getting into them too quickly. And that's why I haven't found someone of substance. Why do I feel nothing when I ended these relationships? And what am I doing wrong that I haven't found a relationship I don't lose interest in? Is this common? I'm 28 and I feel like I should be on the path by now. So the one thing I want people listening to this podcast to stop doing, because we get these freaking messages all the time, is like the shoulds. Mm-hmm. I am this age. I should have had a long-term relationship. I should have had a boyfriend. I should have had sex. And we get these from people that are 18 and we get them from people that are 40 and even older. So the fact that you're 28 and you feel like you should be on some path is like, who's telling you this? I guess like society, like the movies maybe, but like there's nothing that you should be doing at this point. And it's, I think it's simply that you haven't met the right person. I think it's great that you don't stay into relationships that you're into anymore because you're not settling. There's no need to waste your time or somebody else's time. Uh, you know, that being said, make sure you're not leaving a relationship too early. After all, relationships, they go up and down sometimes. So, you know, sometimes you're, you get really excited and then, you know, things might level out. You're like in the groove. Uh, so make sure you're not leaving them too soon, but either way you want to go with your gut, which it kind of sounds like you are either that, I don't know, you do say reading, you know, hearing this a second time, you do say that you have no feelings after you end it. (laughs) So I hope you're not like a psychopath. (laughs) <laughs> that I, I'm sure you're not. I'm just kidding. But, you know, that. But you maybe know, you are. Maybe no. if, if you have zero empathy. But I don't think that's what you meant when you wrote this. It's probably just that you have, like, confidence that you've made the right decision. Yeah. I mean, when I think about people that I, that I like, dated in college that were super into me, there's, like, one person I'm thinking of in particular that Angela knows about that with, that's, like, messages me a lot. Yeah. And it's, like, kind of weird because we, like, barely had a thing. But I get, like, messages all the time where it feels like they're still into me, like, 10 years later. And and I'm just, like, it, I just, like, don't feel bad or weird no. about, like, ending things with this person. Not that I don't have any empathy, but I'm, I'm right. kind of feeling, like, how she feels, which is, like... I walk away from this with no regret or guilt. And like, I would agree with that with this one particular person. So, you know, in that sense, I can relate to how she's feeling and and she shouldn't feel bad because 
I'm not, I didn't waste that person's time. She's not wasting her, the people she's dating time. Do you agree? Anna? Yeah. And I think that's normal. Cause I've had experiences like that too, where I think it's also a process. It's like when it first happens, maybe you feel a little bad cause it's still fresh, but like then after some time you're you, like all those feelings go away because you're just confident in this, the decision that you've made. And maybe that's what she's talking about. I think so. We hope, but um, yeah. And I think she acknowledges her pattern of getting into relationships too quickly. And I think that's important too, because Absolutely. that could explain why she keeps winding up with people that she's not into because she's rushing things. So yeah, take your time. Yeah. And you know, don't, feel like oh I'm 28 I should no just like wait for the right person and like listen to our episode with Dr. Karen because that might make you feel better about not feeling like you have to hit these certain timeline landmarks uh, we hope that's helpful if any of you listeners want your questions answered or if you have funny messages you want to share email us at contact at this is why your single show.com you can also find all of our contact info on our website at this is why your single show.com now let's dive into our reason of the week This week's reason is finding the thankful. Yes. This week is all about being just a little bit more thankful for the small stuff because it can be easy to get down when you're dating or when you're dating somebody to focus on the things that they're not doing right, like leaving their shoes on the floor instead of in the closet, forgetting to pick up the laundry, leaving stuff everywhere, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. What kind of things do you find that you're like, that you pick on Ian about that are small, annoying things? Uh, The other day I found socks on the counter. You know, a lot of stuff, our our definitions of clean are different because he's very into like cleaning product clean, but I can't deal with clutter. Me neither. Clutter drives me literally batshit. So yeah, I will freak out if uh, he like doesn't, he saves newspapers, he saves magazines. That bothers me. Um, What else? What else? I'm sure you could think of a a lot of things. Uh, But you know, we were thinking like, but if you work from a place of being thankful, you know, it, and like work from a place of gratitude, you'll find so many more things that maybe the small things won't bother us as much. Yeah. I, and I think like in terms of like personality things, I find that a lot where, uh, something that maybe sometimes bothers me is something that the next day I'm thankful for where like sometimes like Ian's goofy personality, I'm like, Oh, why can't you be like more suave and romantic? But then like, Ultimately, his personality is what's compatible with mine, and I really wouldn't change it. That's beautiful. I know. And I also think that people work better from a place of positive reinforcement, mm-hmm. I've noticed. So, like, whenever I'm nitpicky with Nick, he just, like, rolls his eyes, or he's, like, he's, like, ugh, you know, like, it, like, like, it kills me the couple times he said, like, it feels like I can't do anything right. And I'm, like, oh, God, I really <laughs> hope I don't make you feel that way, because, you do almost everything right. Like most things you do right. Most things you're amazing. It's just like small little things because I want to make you perfect, you know? <laughs> um, but I thought we could name a couple things that we're thankful for with our partners. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, so, you know, I, just to give people some examples of like small stupid shit that we should be like thankful for. So in the mornings lately, Nick's been like walking the baby in the morning so I can go work out. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful he holds my hand a lot. It's just something oh. I noticed that he's like, he's a hand holder. Um, and he takes the dogs on walks a lot when I'm too tired too. And, and he takes me out to like, to like dinners a lot, which I think is nice because I don't like to cook and he never makes me feel bad about the fact that I'm like not in the mood to cook. I'm grateful for the fact that 
Ian is always able to make a joke about any bad situation, even if he is sick or like he he literally opens his eyes in the morning and like is making up goofy little songs. And <laughs> that makes me happy. And it's a good way to start the day. Um, what? That's cute. I know. I know. What else? I mean, I'm sure I'm thankful for other things about him. <laughs> his noises. His noises. All right. We'll start with that. <laughs> his noises. But and one his thing songs. I think just with people that you're dating is to remember is that no one's perfect. They're not going to fill every box as as long as they fill most boxes. Honestly, it's got to be good enough. And let's try maybe to, you know, just for this week of Thanksgiving, let's try to be thankful for our partner and the people that we are with just for one week. Try to not complain as hard as it freaking is. I'm, I'm going to try my best. I'm sure, you know, when we're driving, if Nick's like going too fast, I'm going to tell him to stop. But still, you know, I don't know. Let's see if we can try it and come from a place of gratitude and just see what it does to our relationships for this week i think same with being single like focus on the stuff that you can only do when you're single you know like when you can like plan your night and you don't have to consult with anybody and you can choose whose family you go to for thanksgiving you can sleep like a starfish you can watch whatever shit you want on tv you can be selfish doing that you don't have to be You don't have to, you know, order the food that your partner wants. You can order whatever you want. There's so many things to be thankful for just about being single and that kind of, you know, enjoyment that you get from that. So be thankful for for that. And and then, you know, when you're on dates, you know, let's just be thankful they don't projectile vomit on you. Yeah, that's what I always say. On that note, it is time for our Reason of the Week Breakdown. There are so many things to be thankful for. Angela and I are going to list what we're thankful for in a game we call Thanks Thanks A Lot List. All right. We're going to go back and forth and just name stuff that we are thankful for in life. Cool. Uh, And yeah. All right. I'm thankful that my family is safe from the fires in California. Oh, I'm thankful for that too. That is, I'm happy everyone's okay. That's very scary. Um, I'm on a much more light note. I'm thankful for getting really into interior design Instagram. Uh, Instagram is no longer just a fun distraction for me. I'm making it a productive thing. I also am very into like recipe Instagram. Cool. Yeah. I'm learning things. Will you send me some of your favorite accounts for the recipes? Um, totally. I'm planning on making some pumpkin gingerbread for Thanksgiving that that I found on Instagram. Delish. I'm there's a mice problem in my building, but I'm thankful that I haven't seen any in my apartment yet. That is something to be thankful for, for sure. Um, I'm thankful for creating a home that feels truly my own in the last year. A year ago, like almost today, I moved into my new place and it's finally really feeling me. I've seen your home and it's beautiful and you're doing such a good job. Thank you. I'm thankful that there's acai bowls in the market downstairs in my (laughs) building because it's just nice to have convenient acai bowls around. Love acai bowls. Never sure how to say them. Um, I'm grateful that I learned to switch from Pandora to Spotify. Neither one are sponsors of the podcast. I'm just saying it's been a big change in my life this year. Ditto. I was all about that Pandora and I was like, fuck Spotify. Spotify is the jam. Yeah. Um, I'm thankful for Nick agreeing to let me plan a vacation for next summer so I have something to look forward to when it's cold. Where are you going? Greece. Oh, just like your honeymoon. Yeah, it's my favorite place. I I just like, it's so cold out. I'm just going to need something to, to be thankful to, to look forward to. That's awesome. I'm thankful for my job because it allows me, it's uh, very uh, steady and sturdy and allows me to have peace of mind in other areas of my life. That's wonderful. Yeah. I'm thankful for my boobs because they, 
They are making milk for my son. Oh, and they're pretty hot. I mean, one, he only likes the left one. So the left one's giant and the right one is small. But, you know, this is not about complaining. I'm. This is about just being thankful. <laughs> being thankful. I'm thankful that they make milk. For your engorged breasts. Or at least breasts. the eleven. The, the left one is, the right one is now right. stopping creating milk because he's like, fuck that boob. I am thankful to the people that produce The Great British Baking Show, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, The Little Couple, Shark Tank, and The Prophet, because those are my mindless happy shows that I watch to detox from the terrible news of the day. I love Shark Tank and The Prophet, so I'm going to give a little nod to those two. Thank you. Um, I'm thankful that Rylan was born healthy because, you know, the last year I spent a lot of time being nervous he was going to come out of my belly too soon, (laughs) and and he didn't, and he's perfect and... I'm just every day, I'm grateful that he stayed in my belly. Yep, he's a beautiful grown boy. Uh, I'm grateful that I live in New York City and I don't take it for granted. And I do uh, stuff that I could never do if I lived somewhere else. I see amazing theater all the time. Last night I went to a Bulgarian disco. I didn't even know that that was a thing. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm grateful for where I live. I'm grateful for whoever created the deep sleep pillow spray. Because it gives me dreams at night. I just spray it on my pillow and I have deep dreams. Ian has, I don't, do you guys use the same pillow spray? Because he has like crazy dreams from his pillow spray. I, I Maybe. I have crazy dreams from my pillow spray. Um, honestly, I'm thankful for Miralax. We won't even get into it. But it's changed my life this year, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, I'm thankful for it too then. Um, I'm thankful for Samo being healthy because she got like really sick last week and I was nervous and she was like pooping blood. Oh my God. So she didn't need Miralax. <laughs> and now she's okay. Good. My friend Sam. Um, I'm grateful that I left the country for the first time this year and I had an That's amazing, cool. beautiful trip to Italy. I'm glad you did that too. You went to your roots. I'm thankful there's a yoga studio downstairs because it's super convenient. And sometimes when it comes to working out, I'm lazy as shit and it's just nice that I just have to go truly two feet. It's nice when it's easy to be healthy. Um, I am thankful that I'm not young anymore. Being 30 is like honestly the best and I do whatever I want all the time and I'm thriving. I'm in my prime. You are. I (laughs) truly feel like you're in your prime. You're like this most stylish you've ever been. You're always doing cool shit. I, well, it's because I'm, you know, you get older and you make a little more money and I can like actually like afford to splurge on clothing. It's just wonderful. Get older, guys. I recommend it. Yes. Uh, I'm thankful for Angela being my work buddy for five years. Oh, my God. And on a similar note, I am thankful for all the people in my life. It is people, not possessions, that I value most of all. I I agree, too. You, my mom, Ian, my friends. I go through a list every night. I'm like, I'm like, God bless. I mean, I don't really like, I don't know if I believe in God, but like energy, I believe, whatever. I just say thankful and please protect, you know, Nick. Samo, Rilo, my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, Aww. Nick's mom, Nick's dad. You're like Tiny Tim. God bless us, everyone. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> uh, well, guys, we hope that you find things to be thankful for this week and all weeks. That is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Check out our book available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. And you can get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. Hey, maybe you're like ready to shop for the holidays. It's a great place to start. For a full list of our sponsors and the codes, check out our podcast page on thisisbyyoursingleshow.com. We are also on social, so you can follow our Instagram and Twitter at Your Single Show. My personal is at Sparadactyl. And I'm at Laura Lane Rad on Instagram. Please like and subscribe on iTunes. And thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single, this is
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>